the Becoming Human podcast. This week is episode 31. We have Coast to Coast Ghosts on. They're a paranormal investigation squad coming out of the Pacific Northwest. We went to? We went to Northern State Hospital. It was an asylum that was closed down about 30 years ago. Hope you guys enjoyed my little engineering training there. Northern State was a lot of fun. I never really got to go out there before. We went out there at dark and it was like a um, public paranormal investigation where they invited, you know, anyone who wanted to come and be a part of it. And I've, um, I don't want to make this episode about testing the validity of um, paranormal entities or even my own experience with, like, not my own experience with paranormal entities because I don't really think that I've had any, but um, I just wanted to understand the community and the what wove the community together and the people within it and honestly I met some really cool people and they they had this this thing to obsess over and I don't mean that in a negative way I mean that in a very positive way it was very constructive and very pleasant people like you take it as someone who is very destructive. Um, we all know at least one person who is. And oftentimes you would find that they don't necessarily have anything to obsess over. Or the things that they do um, are destructive. Whether it's like overusing substances, um, destructive relationships with people, not even sexual. And or even like um, gambling their money away but didn't you find people who have something that either they want to get really good at or they really want to understand so much so that it takes over their mind at least for a good amount of time in their lives or throughout their day I'm beginning to feel not that it's necessary but it might be a major component into our sense of well-being. And I know it's all just speculation, but it's really fun just kind of navigating through this throughout different cultures within our society. Mm. Jessica and Mary were really cool, and I was happy that I got to meet them. It was pretty spooky out there in Northern State. That place closed down, I believe, in like 30 years ago or so. And it was one of the premier mental institutions in the United States. Instead of just throwing people in a room, almost as an inst- not an institution, but as, uh, as inmates in a prison, they provided them constructive outlets to explore what they can learn. Whether or not that's building buildings, milking cows, farming, um... It was, it was really cool uh, from the history that I got to read. but And it didn't have too much of a dark past. I mean, apparently there were some lobotomies here and there. But other than that, it was pretty clear. And in my experience talking with Jessica and 
Mary, or Coast to Coast Ghost, rather, um, in their experiences, they said it was always pleasant. And if they did meet entities, whether or not those are or are not real, um, that they were always pleasant. So, I mean, if you're into it and if you're in the Pacific Northwest, I definitely think it's worth checking out. If not for the dilapidated structures themselves, because they look really cool. In, in this episode, we kind of cover their experience with the paranormal, what it is that that they do as coast-to-coast ghosts, um, and what brought them into believing the paranormal, and more. But I'm going to play you in with a song, and this one's going to be a surprise, so you'll just have to see. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed. And if you want to check out um, the Coast to Coast Ghost website, you can go to coasttocoastghost.com. And I will also put links to their social media in the show notes. They have an upcoming event. It's kind of like a, a paranormal investigation retreat where people can go and be a part of a paranormal investigation, stay overnight, in, for instance, in this hotel in Stanwood just north of Seattle and um, investigate things sounds like a lot of fun to me just for the experience of it you know but hope you guys enjoy and on the website I will um, put some pictures too of northern state so that you guys can kind of you know check it out alright thank you guys See this chance, feel the fire 
too. I love the shitty things we do together. Live with me in this sin forever. Hell and you, I know you want it too. I say you take the shot, see this chance, feel the fire, and let me have this uh, dance What got with you guys you. into investigating the paranormal? Together or separately? Separately. I started, I'm Mary, I mm -hmm. started uh, investigating about two years ago, I would say about two years ago. Um, experiences of my own growing up. Oh. Yes. Would you like to tell me a story about one of those experiences? That sounds interesting. Sure, I could tell you a story. Um, I'll tell you a very, very, very young story when Ooh. I was two, well, actually. Okay. Of a good memory. Uh, probably my first memory. Um, when I was two, I was crying for my mom, and she wouldn't come in. I don't know why. That's, that's just the memory. Uh -huh. She wouldn't come in. Could have been two minutes I was crying. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> really, how long? Uh, she wouldn't come in, wouldn't come in, and uh, I saw... I couldn't explain at the time what it was. I think probably now I know what it was. Like uh, in because, hindsight, yeah. Yes, because I have done research and I have experience now, but I'll explain from a two-year-old. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, something or someone that was not of my household Ooh. that appeared to come from under my bed. Um, it was a male full-on full person wearing a hat that to me looked like a tin can um, with the like the lid would be curled up maybe like a oh. railroad hat oh yeah it like has a, like the curled brims on it yes. yeah okay yes and we lived near the Cedar Valley High School and the railroad station like the railroad ran through there okay mm -hmm. so he came up and he comforted me like Whoa. I don't know exactly what our exchange was, but it was all good. Uh-huh. Like, Just it's all good. Just good vibes, yeah. Yep, it's all good. And he was very brown, like almost like a like you could have colored him with a colored crayon. Just very brown. Wow. Like, and did you know, did you have anyone who was close to you at the time, like that would match that? Just completely no, no, unfamiliar. Nothing. That's completely unfamiliar, crazy. but I was totally comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. And it was good. Wow. And I was fine. Yeah. And so that was my first experience, and my mom never did come in. She didn't need to because I was done. Uh -huh. I was quiet, and I was done, and that was it. Uh -huh. It was over, and that was my very first experience. And from then on, I, there was something about that experience that made me comfortable with what we can, what I'll call the supernatural. Oh, okay. For la yeah. for, or the paranormal. Yeah. Um, in fact, I'm probably more comfortable with the supernatural or the paranormal than I am with the living. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I can testify to that. <laughs> I can see kind of how, how, especially when you're building your foundation, something like that kind of just grabs you and carries with you Form. throughout the entire life. Yes. Yeah. Like, that is crazy. And, and it's unexplained. Yeah. It could have been my imagination. Hmm. Uh-huh. At two. That's true. But... but Regardless, though, of the, the process, you're here now, and you, it's kicked you onto this thing to explore the paranormal, which right. I find really interesting. And what brought you two together? The, fate. Fate? 
fate. Ooh. It had to be. We have a really strong connection. Mm -hmm. Surprised that uh, we weren't together sometime previously. And <clears throat> in reality, our lives have probably crossed paths so many times. But last year, we actually physically came Met. together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, really? Which is sort of interesting, but our ties within the community uh -huh. are super strong. Uh -huh. So it's it's amazing that we didn't cross before. Yeah. That's, but that's the timing sad. was right, and bam, here wow. we are. Seems like no matter what, we can't get pulled apart. Doesn't matter who, <laughs> yeah. what happens. We always end up back together. You guys just and it'll be amazing because, I mean, I went with my husband to a concert in Eastern Washington uh -huh. last month. And it was probably like 2.30 in the morning, and I was like, okay, something's going on. Not right. I woke up in the middle of the night, get back. She was up at the same time. No idea what it was, and somehow we wake each other up. Whoa. <laughs> so we'll look back at our timestamps, and it'll be 4 o'clock in the morning, and I'll message and be like, why are you awake? How'd you know I was awake? <laughs> Jessica, it's 2.30. Why are you crying? How do you know I'm up at 2.30 crying? <laughs> so we just have this really strong connection, and I think it helps us out in the field. We can shield each other and protect each other, but mm -hmm. we also can lend to each other when we need to. And also that sense of community, too, I would have to say it must be very rewarding, just as a sense of community, regardless of, of why. Because my experience is in not having something that I uh, fixated on or I was really interested in. I just kind of, blah. Um, I didn't have, you know, you get urban isolation and then you don't have people who you feel really close to. But when you have like things like this or an art or any of that thing, it, it allows you to connect with people. And maybe you find that one person that you guys just for some reason it stick works. together. That's and I'm cool. truly not a people-y person. So mm -hmm. I, can oh, truly, I can truly say, um, Jessica, I need a shirt. So here's the size <laughs> and I'll... Just give me the receipt. Yeah. And she can go out, and she is a people person, so uh -huh. she's totally all over it. Takes her five hours to shop for one thing. It's awesome. <laughs> That's cool. You just compliment each other. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Can we just say that she never stepped foot into a Walmart or a dollar store until she met me? Oh, my. And even now, she goes, okay, Jessica, you're shielding me? Go this way. Go this way. <laughs> Okay, can people see me? That guy's looking at me funny. Is that guy looking at me? I'm like, no, it's, it's fine. It's going to be okay. We're going to survive and get back out to the truck. It's okay. Yeah. I'll be good in the end. Yeah. No. Dollar store once, never again. <laughs> it can be kind of hectic. That's why I avoid Ross, because that place. Ooh. Um, so what kind of investigations have you guys um, done before or experiences that you've had as adults with the paranormal? I have, let's see, last summer I spent 20-some days traveling Ooh. back east. That sounds fun. Experiencing haunted places, very haunted places, almost one every night on the road. Was that what you were, you were going out there to explore these places? Yes, and oh, gain cool. experience with some of the leading um, investigators. Uh-huh. Um, it was quite an experience. It was full of no sleep. It was full of... <laughs> Um, some emotional chaos. Ooh. It was full of some even physical angst and um, sickness and then a crash of sleeping for days on end. Wow. Um, 
car sleeping. Uh, <laughs> Energy work is really draining. Yeah. It was a it was a crazy crazy very fulfilling adventure. Uh-huh. Um, places that I hope to experience again, and places that I hope to never experience again. What what sticks out to you most that makes you never want to experience those particular places again? You can call me crazy, but when there are places that you don't sleep because you have entities or activity going on all night Mm -hmm. that keeps you awake or on edge or um, things pursuing pursuing Mm -hmm. you or other people uh, that are with you, that gets to be um, troublesome and draining Mm -hmm. uh, physically, mentally. Um, You learn a lot, boy, you gain a lot of knowledge, um, but you have to get away from it. Mm -hmm. You have to shut down at some point. um, I think everyone, to a degree, whether they believe or they don't believe, you have those places where you're like, something's going thump in the night. You get bad feelings when you go into somewhere, and it's just like, okay, this doesn't feel right. I need to get out of here. It's that basic Mm -hmm. natural instinct. And when you do these kinds of investigations and you are using your energy and you know how to go about doing what you're doing and what you're looking for, it's different. Um, So you go from having that natural blood instinct of this isn't a safe place Mm -hmm. to knowing and embracing I cannot be here. This is not okay. So I'm an empath. Yes. And What's an empath? So I can take on other people's energy. Okay. I can feel um, a good, bad, pain, sorrow, all kinds of, of different things. And, um, and that can become a lot for me to take on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also know how to control that. Oh, so like getting almost... Um, you may be too, and that may be why you have trouble out in the world. Yeah, like you get overly, uh, you can become overly stimulated by other people's emotions yes. very easily. So sensitive. To how Especially people when people can't okay. control them. Mm-hmm. Sensitive is actually another word that they use for it. Yeah. Oh, okay. If you've heard some people are called sensitives. It's because they're sensitive to what other people are feeling. That's a, as a, a little bit of a tangent. That's what I. From my understanding, some of the the research that they are starting to do with people who um, are like socially awkward or they're more um, introverted in a lot of ways, that it, they have a higher social acuity or right. social intelligence, and then having that, they get overwhelmed really easy. Right. And then, yeah. Like walking around Walmart with eighteen thousand people who can't control what they're feeling, mm-hmm. and they have no idea that they're doing it. And you can't help but re- but pick up on that. It's like getting pelted with ice balls. Yeah, exactly, without a shield. Right. Damn. And so I I, kind of took you on a little turn on that. That's okay. Yes. You were saying before, yes. It's true. I don't have a clue what I was saying. No, yeah. Now I'm stuck on Walmart and ice balls. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I like tangents. They're fun. (laughs) I think we were talking about this kind of general gifts. Mm -hmm. Yes, gifts. Um... When you so, when you're going to go investigate somewhere, 
that has potential paranormal activity. Uh, what is the methodology that you guys would use? Like, how would you do it? For selection? Uh, um, no, uh, if you found a place and you guys wanted to go and um, see if there was paranormal activity there, uh, wh- what is the? How do you get confirmation on that, or how would you follow that? So, curiosity? so like Northern State. Yes, like okay, like where we're at, Northern State. Perfect. Okay, so Northern State. So um, maybe you hear rumors mm-hmm. from other people. People have experiences. Maybe there's no experiences, but let's go on. Let's go on um, rumors of experiences, unexplained happenings, or people. Mm-hmm. You hear somebody say, "God, every time I go to Northern State, I get an uneasy feeling." If you ask them, what is that uneasy feeling, they'll tell me, I don't know. Sometimes it feels like somebody's watching me or somebody's in the woods mm-hmm. or something like that. You hear that all the time. Yeah. Somebody's in the woods. If you hear it, it a bunch, too. Yeah. yeah. Did you say something? Yeah. You get that. Yeah. Um, so we, I, I have sometimes gone off of that. Um, and then there's a whole deeper idea behind that but that's mm-hmm. a but that's a simple a simple way to get started and then just coming coming out going for a walk maybe getting familiar with the place seeing how you feel um we have a lot of equipment yeah a lot of mm-hmm. equipment that we use um by various um makers um experts in the field mm-hmm. um and different people that we have selected as as our experts that we like to follow because there's all kinds of um, paranormal vendors, so to speak. Yeah, there is. Yeah, community at large in a lot of ways. There is. And and all of them have a different take on it and all of them have different ideas and we can glean from all of them. Mm. There's not any one that you can really kick out, um, I don't think, because Mm -hmm. even if you don't agree with them, you're getting something from them. Like a rising tide raises all ships. Right, that's right. Um, so, but we have selected ones that we really, that we really follow. We have some that have even jumped ship and quit, um, because of experiences. Mm -hmm. And, and so we've, we even follow that. Why did you jump ship and what happened? And then they've come back and have followed a different path. And, um, we follow those things very tightly. And so that's tangent here. Mm -hmm. We have equipment. (laughs) Um, we use equipment. We use um, other friends, fellow investigators. We follow the history, um, research. Um, Northern State, we have been out here so many times. Really? We're actually pretty familiar with, mm-hmm. um, we have particular um, spirits or entities, as you would, that show up almost every time. Um, some people have dubbed uh, particular names out here of spirits. Um, uh, particular names? Do you have? Do you certainly. know of them? Do I know of one? Yeah. Lisa. Um, there's Lisa. Ooh. Lisa's out here. We have the mm. farmer. We have not come up. We don't know his name. We just know him as the farmer. But yeah. if you um, ask him, he will. He will come. He will come up. We have EVPs, which is electronic voice phenomenon, of him. Um, we also have him on another piece of equipment. Uh, so an EVP plasma. is. The electric voice phenomenons are when you're using a recorder and you play it back, and it's not something you can hear by the human ear, but you can hear it playing on a recorder, uh, as opposed to a DVP, which is a direct voice phenomenon, and that's something you can hear out loud. So if somebody were to come up and just be like, and you would be able to hear that, and you go, wait, what? Did you say something? 
then that would be a DVP. Okay. The other part of that's this cool. is being with a team of people that you trust 100%. Nobody that's going to pull any punches with you. We're very selective on who we're with. Um, so, like, we'll call out on our recorders, you know, what's going on. If you're sitting with people and someone shifts all of a sudden, it's like, okay, I shifted. And that way when you're playing it back, you know, you're like, okay, that wasn't paranormal related. Exactly. You We've trashed evidence because we have people out here that we don't trust. Mm -hmm. So we don't care what's on it. Done. Gone. Oh, okay. um, so that's a really big, big, important thing. So, for instance, tonight we have, I don't know how many people are going to show up or mm -hmm. how many guests we're having. Our evidence that we collect is going to be not evidence, mm -hmm. um, really, because we have people that can knock, drop things, do whatever mm -hmm. they want to do. So possibly inconsistent results. Exactly. Yes. It's okay. going to be garbage. Okay. Um, because it's not going to be our team. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it's our team that we trust. We have um, five, six people that we bring out, and that's it. That's it. Those are our trusted people. We'll bring guests with us yeah. um, that we trust that stand with us. They know the rules. They're not going to try to tarnish or, or ruin our um, evidence. And that's a big part of um, coming out, mm -hmm. using our equipment, and gathering evidence for a place. If we get nothing at a place, hey, we may mark it as not a place to come back. Yeah. We may come and try again. And, and Coast to Coast Ghosts is a different separate business entity than when we're out doing teamwork. It's separated out um coast to coast is more of our entertainment events mm -hmm. that we're paying for places out in the public and helping to build them up as opposed to coming out somewhere like this where we can bring people free on scene and um educate educate give them the history safety. yeah tell them about safety give them an experience we want them to have a good experience there's nothing you hear all kinds of stuff especially about northern state we've come out here people have drawn um Oh, stars, and they're doing witchcraft and stuff out here. There's really oh, wow. nothing evil yeah. or ominous about Northern State. Mm -hmm. Really? Nothing evil or ominous? Uh, okay. We haven't had any bad experiences out here with spirits. We've had bad experiences with people out here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but not with spirits. Do you guys find that that is a connection to... Um, the past events at the site, or or it's irrelevant? You know, we would have to make an educated guess on that. Mm -hmm, yeah. And the reason is we don't know who's been out here oh. during the day. We don't know who's been out here over the years. We don't know who's done what. Who's There's, there's so many theories on the paranormal and supernatural. If people have come out here, if you believe in this, have opened portals mm -hmm. to hell, Ooh. We don't know. If they've come out and have done witchcraft, we don't know. Mm -hmm. If they have come out and... Uh, and it may not be hell. Portals yeah. can also be just between levels. Some yeah. people believe that there's different dimensions mm -hmm. and that there are things that can come in between. There are well, things that can drag you from place to place. So it could be, you know, that I had someone that followed me from the market and I came out here on a hike and they mm -hmm. decided to stay. So depending on where people are walking and doing, the environment's always changing. This is native land. Oh, it is? It was, yes, it was native land. Um, there's a rumor that the natives believe this land to be evil. Who knows? I mean, there's so many rumors about northern state, it's hard to sort it all out. So it would have to be sort of an educated guess. Is there residual hauntings here? Are they, when people died up here, were they confused because they were insane? Some of the people that were locked up here were just alcoholics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Some of them uh, Down syndrome. Mm -hmm. 
some of them misunderstood. Exactly. Yeah. So we don't really know. Established 1909. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. I'm excited to be able to interview the guy, one of the guys who used to work here. So oh, that's that yeah. would be amazing. I know because I'm I'm curious about. I've always been fascinated with the whole mental institution aspect of things because the only um, since the shutdown in the 70s by Nixon, mm -hmm. I I think Nixon. It might be Nixon or Reagan. One of them did the um, deinstitutionalized movement. Nixon. And um, I, so I have never been exposed to uh, that that system, <laughs> only through media. And media, right. it's always exaggerated. Like you know, you get locked up in there and they feed you pills, and it's just a hellhole. Well, but I want to okay, know what so it's like. Okay, so here, yeah, here they did um, lobotomies. They did water treatments. They what? had cutting edge. Um, yeah, they did cutting-edge medicine here. This is one of the top-notch facilities in Washington State. Really? And they were completely self-sustaining. Yes. They which grew. is a lot of the buildings that we're out in right now. Uh-huh. Fruit trees, dairy, milk barns, everything. And all the patients worked here. So this place has a really rich history, and the buildings were all Spanish-influenced granite. They mm -hmm. were amazing. Wow. But when they shut them down... They moved everybody to Western. Uh-huh. Um, and then they let the ones that could go into group homes around in Cedar Woolley. Oh, I wonder how that affected the communities. There's no. still families well, now here. I, yeah, now I remember yeah. when I grew up, my family owned um, a business in town, <laughs> and there was a man... Um, the community would come together and buy him a new bike every couple of years, and he grew up in a group oh. home, and he was released from Northern State. No his way. name was Ralphie. And uh, my family would always, they would say, oh, yep, he was from Northern State. I never really knew what Northern State was. Yeah. Um, and he was quite old. So I don't know when he, what, I mean, I know it was in the 70s that they did it shut down, and he was quite quite old when I saw him, but he would ride his bike. And community was real supportive of him, and his yes. family was all gone. Um, but there's quite a stigma, and the community wants Northern State to be remembered as happy. Uh -huh. And just for a little bit of clarification, I, I'm on the board of the Northern State Hospital um, Cemetery Preservation Group. I'm oh. the vice president. So just for some yes. clarification, and one of my friends who will be here soon, she is the president, mm -hmm. Brenda Kinzer. Um, so I do know a little bit of what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, I can tell that you're really into this. A little history tangent here. No, that's but, fine. Um, the community is really torn because as any hospital, there's good and bad, right? Mm -hmm. There's no perfect hospital. There's no perfect asylum. There's no, yeah. there's no perfect senior center, there's no perfect life care center, mm -hmm. there's no perfect doctor, there's good and bad that comes with it but this community is really protective of Northern State mm -hmm. they don't want any bad news coming out about Northern State oh. and I can tell you right now uh -huh. it's not perfect uh. but when we're here I mean everyone kind of jumps to the conclusion that paranormal, we're here to stir things up and be disrespectful yeah. we always make sure to come in I mean, leave things better than the way you found it. That's exactly. kind of the motto that we follow. And make sure, you know, everyone, please pick up your trash. And if you see trash, pick it up. Um, we want to be able to come in eventually and host an event. That and benefits the cemetery because the cemetery is yeah. sinking. Uh, 
people oh. are coming in and robbing the gravestones. The, really? They Cemetery's right above us. Oh, yeah. I know people still, like, the gravestones, not graves, right? The gravestones, oh, yeah. Okay. The yeah. graves have sunk. Yeah. There's nothing to get. Most everybody was cremated except a very few. Oh, that's rather sad. Yeah. And so. And they were not buried when they died. They were buried years later. Sometimes oh, really? they had to wait two, three, four, five years before they were buried. They yeah. were only buried with their initials. We're trying to clean and fix all that up. Whoa. We're trying to change all of that for them. Mm-hmm. And and we will. Yeah. Um, and we are. Time. We're trying. Yeah, exactly. It takes <laughs> and that's time. part of, I mean, that's and part of Coast to Coast. Mm-hmm. That's part of what we're doing is historical preservation. Exactly. That's our goal at Coast to Coast. Historical preservation. We have a lot of buildings that are struggling. Um, we have a lot of, uh, for instance, our event that's coming up at Stanwood. She's trying to build mm-hmm. and preserve the Stanwood Hotel. Um, and it takes a lot of money. I mean, especially when you're not just replacing with the plastic stuff they sell at Home Depot. You're trying to preserve the floors that have been there for tongue and groove. 100 years. Yeah. You're doing It's a lot of work. Wood. You're doing um, old beds. You're trying to do period yeah, um, pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's a big deal. You want to be true to the actual time frame in which it was. But then you also have paranormal activity going on there, and we can come in and give people an experience. People don't want to go out and spend $3,000 on equipment. Yeah, exactly. To have Mm -hmm. the experience that we can give them. We can keep them up all night, give them the experience, give them. And keep them safe at the same time. And keep them safe. And they get the overnight. They get to interact with spirits in a safe way. And then we can send them home. They can sleep all day the next day and then tell everybody, whoa. Exactly. (laughs) That was amazing. You know, we don't want people leaving scared. We want people to come back to these places over and over, even after, you know, they're not with us for an event. mm -hmm. Part of what we are trying to do is get these businesses the attention and revenue and advertising. So we're hoping, you know, after the Stanwood that not only our company bringing her revenue, but that people will come back and they go, hey, they I went on this Coast to Coast stay. event, yeah. and yeah. I think that we should rent a few rooms out. Let's bring our families and friends. Let's do a reunion. Oh. Yeah, they, they have a bar yes. downstairs. Let's have a birthday party. I mean, people start to cool. get ties to a place, and that helps bring up the business. And in a place like Stanwood, where it's a small town, mm-hmm. you bring up one place, and it helps the whole community. It helps all their local stores. Yeah. The whole town of Stanwood has been buzzing about the event, even though it's just for that building right now. We get people that come in from everywhere, and they come in, and they want to buy shirts, and they want to see the local antique shops. And it becomes meaningful attention. to them. Yeah. I did this on the East Coast. There's companies that do this, come in, and that's strictly what they do. They bring people on ghost tours like mm-hmm. this, historical buildings, bringing in revenue. Um, they do it like in Gettysburg. They do it all over the place. Um, they don't do it so much here. That we don't have such a rich history as the East Coast does. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's a little different, right? We're a yeah. little younger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So our paranormal community was like, what are you doing? Oh, they really, yeah. We really upset the paranormal community. Really? We did. <laughs> because they said, we're charging. Oh. We should do everything for free. But we kind of have eased our way in mm-hmm. and said, hey, you guys, look. We are not making... We're not making money here. Yeah. We're trying to pay for this place, get equipment, mm-hmm. and get money to Maryland. And they all love Maryland, and they all love the Stanwood Hotel, but yeah. they were, like, resistant. She's the owner of the Stanwood. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of, of this. Uh-huh. And we finally have kind of broke through and have gotten through to everybody that, look, 
nobody's, we're not trying to, <laughs> we're not trying to. Because part of where it comes from is that places like this, sometimes you go in somewhere and it's like, wow, this isn't a Hilton hotel. Yeah. I'm going to go stay somewhere else. Yeah, it's, and that takes away from them booking their rooms on a regular basis. Uh, I see. So if we're able to go season. in and say, we're guaranteeing all mm -hmm. your rooms sold out for that whole weekend. Yeah. That's revenue for them because they don't have just a bunch of rooms that aren't being taken for the night. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's something in it for them. And we're really excited for this. Yep. We have new we're equipment. Really excited. Really cool. We have a good group of people coming. It's going to be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. The spirits that have been at the Stanwood, we've already been and investigated. Mm -hmm. um, it's a lot of fun. And tonight's actually kind of um, a test run on some of our new equipment. So we're really excited oh, to really? have the public in and yeah. get some of these uh, new pieces of equipment tested out. Yeah, yeah it's going to be fun. Awesome. Yeah. And so if, when someone, if someone were to go and uh, participate in one of your events, like at the hotel, uh, what would it entail, if you will? So the, at the Stanwood, um, they're gonna, our guests are going to meet with us at 7, have mm -hmm. dinner with us, go over our night's events, Ooh. which I'll just do with you now. Um, <laughs> and we go over safety, the equipment that we're using. I mean, there's a lot involved we with it. We go over it. our yeah. philosophies um, and what we do. Mm -hmm. And mainly, um, we're going to be social. I'll be social. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All dinner. Yes. She's going to sit back and go, hey, Jess. <laughs> no, I'm really good. When it, comes, when it comes to the paranormal and something I enjoy, yeah. um, I could talk away. Um, something to relate on. Right. One-on-one -on -one like this is. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. No. <laughs> no, she, she really is. Well, She's great with groups. We'll have, we'll have dinner. Um, they will be able to check in at 2 or 3, check mm -hmm. out the town, do what they want, meet with us at 7, okay. have dinner at the bar. Um, dinner is included. Mm -hmm. um, when we have dinner we'll go over the night so one of the things that we go over is reconvening at 10 mm -hmm. they'll meet with us again at 10 the bar will be open for the public still mm -hmm. until midnight so we yeah. will not have access to the bar again until after probably one o'clock mm -hmm. but so that's one then thing we get that to go tell. meet then we get to go meet our ghostly barkeepers yes Ooh. um so um and then we'll go over um how to keep them safe if mm -hmm. they choose to buy into the way that we keep ourselves safe, um, which is some grounding. Um, grounding? Yes. What's grounding? Okay. So, do you want to explain grounding, Miss? <laughs> <laughs> um, so my best way for grounding... Um, it's a connection <laughs> to the earth. Mm -hmm. It's very yeah. natural. Have, so um, a lot of people say it needs to be something strong, something natural. So some people use like an eagle claw because, you know, they're their tusks are like really, their talons, sorry, mm -hmm. are really deep. And so if you picture it like rooting into the ground, something that's not going to let go, or a really strong root of a tree. And it's your body core. It's, it's your, your whole being. So if you were to grounding. shut your eyes and picture yourself as one with the earth, mm -hmm. and something core. that really strongly tied you together, and it's kind of um, the idea is your, your soul is not going to fly away so to speak so oh. you're staying in your body you're staying grounded to your yourself mm -hmm. okay. um your energy is staying in one spot yeah um so my way of explaining grounding because this has been my new favorite thing since guardians of the galaxy <laughs> yeah um has gotten big <laughs> but um for myself <laughs> for myself um when i close my eyes and i'm getting ready to ground um 
some people call it a totem, but for me something special was the redwood trees because I grew up in California next oh, to the too. sequoias. Yeah. Um, so that's something that I can picture really clearly in my mind. So when I close my eyes, a lot of what it looks like is a really large version of Groot. Oh, really? <laughs> because that's how I picture myself is just you know, completely a tree myself mm -hmm. and what the sequoia would look like. So I have that really strong tie. And when I'm trying to ground family members or the people around me to keep them safe, then it's almost like that branch going out and that becomes a new group. <laughs> so like at home, I have my two-year-old, my five-year-old, my 16-year-old. So it looks like little Groot, mini Groot, and bigger <laughs> <Yeah>. Groot. <laughs> um, but that's what it looks like for me. And for some people, you know, it's going to be an animal. Some people, it's just going to be um, a rope just something really strong and it's not one of those you know like you want to look at a small little string you want a rope like what they're going to throw into the ocean with an anchor yeah exactly um so you want to find something strong and use it to really ground yourself to the earth and it helps it helps keep your energy stabilized so they'll be able to do that or not it's up to them okay. and we don't know if they do or not yeah and, and that's a personal choice mm -hmm. But we, we know it's we fun give to them the tools, group, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> we give them a per, it's a personal choice. They get to do it or not, um, and so we'll give them that. We'll give them those tools. Um, we will um, explain the rules of the hotel, um, which I won't go over with you. But we'll mm -hmm. explain the rules of the hotel. They will have already checked into their rooms. They will understand that we get access to their rooms just for the investigation part. And mm -hmm. um, at ten o'clock, we will meet them. We will investigate the entire hotel portion upstairs, all the rooms um, with our equipment. We have some equipment that we will hand to our guests that they will be able to use oh, as you well. you to participate. That's yes. cool. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and you'll see that tonight, you know, that mm -hmm. we'll let people pipe in and ask a question because sometimes people get feelings um, with coming into the paranormal. Like you were asking earlier, you know, when you walk into a building, how do you know it's haunted? Yeah. And some people get that feeling of, I need to ask if there's kids here. To I need to ask... That. Are there adults present? And so we'll let people pipe in and say, you know, what are you feeling? Mm -hmm. What do you think is here? And they'll pipe up and they'll say, you know, are you a female? Are there children here? Mm -hmm. And we want people to be interactive. We want people to enjoy the experience with us. We're not here to tell them how to have their experience. Yeah. This is their experience to have. We have some, we have some questions that we generally don't ask. Mm -hmm. And um, dates. Dates. Yes. Tricky. Yeah. Um, if we're personal by ourselves, we may or may not ask if we, they know mm -hmm. that they're gone. Yeah. Um, we, you know, do you, we don't want to do any provoking. Oh, okay. Yeah. We don't want to do any um, gut checks. We don't want to do any, mm -hmm. um, you know, you don't. It's talking just like you would talk to a person standing here. So you go in and it's just. Hey, having a conversation, having an experience, you don't want, I mean, Hi, my me personally, Jessica. yeah, we introduce ourselves, we tell them that we're here, we're here, we're not here to scare you, we are not here to bother you, if you don't want to talk to us, don't, if you, you know, we're, it's, we're purely here for an experience, yeah. um, if you have, you know, hey, we're asking all the questions, do you have a question, you know, mm -hmm. You can use our energy. Please don't touch us. Please don't touch our guests. Please don't. Not our energy, but the energy from our equipment. The energy yeah. from. Well, when we are together, yes. we have different, different rules. Yes. It's different. Different rules with our guests. So we do things a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. um, so then we'll, we will be able to investigate the hotel. Once the bar closes, we'll be able to go downstairs and investigate the bar mm -hmm. um, at the hotel. 
And um, once that is all done, and we've kind of done our portion, our guests will be able to investigate upstairs on their own. They can go to bed as they choose. Oh, okay. And then we will be up, I will be up bright and early. I will be up until 3, 4, 5. And she'll wake up when I go to sleep. Because that's the way that we work. We flip. Shit, yeah. <laughs> I'm up at five. I'll have a hard time staying up. Um, but then I'll, I'll the be up. the same way. Yeah. yeah. I'll be up at five singing Oh Happy Day to all our guests. No. Uh, like a rooster. Yeah. <laughs> she really is. I'll bring she them really their bagels and their coffee and, and all their stuff. That's another thing that we'll be providing to them in the morning mm-hmm. when they get up. Um, we'll talk about their experience with them, see if they want any evidence, if they want to listen to anything that we got. Um, and then at 10, they will head out. And um, for 11, it's 10 mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think then, it's 11 for the sandwich. And then hopefully they'll want to come on one of our other ones um, when we get to announce some of our other places that mm-hmm. we've been pursuing. So. And then once we review evidence and stuff, we'll post some things up on our Facebook, our social media in general. Mm-hmm. And that'll um, be more contained in yeah. evidence because yeah. we'll have them trained in what to do, how to stand still, how to be quiet, yep. how to help us gather yep. evidence. Oh. And for that, we have other we have cameras that we'll be using that they'll, they'll be able to see. And we have other stuff here. We don't have mm-hmm. um, any... Well, we have our handheld cameras, but there we'll have stationary cameras that'll catch movement when we're not in the room. And night vision, uh, night ooh, vision, and different nanny like cams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah no, stuff technical like that. on it. I yeah. like this. Okay, so, so you guys set up cameras. You'll set up cameras to capture any movement, and then um, also you have like recorders to for. They're connected to our phones, oh, okay. so we'll be able to catch them. Uh, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Technology. Yeah, Yay. technology. Exactly. Yes. It makes things so accessible. It does. And so, fun. And yes. So, And I especially like that we're, we're kind of following leads and exploring your curiosity. Um, also providing people over here anyways on the West Coast side of things an opportunity to, to learn more about something and become involved in it. And if you think about it, you wouldn't have this. Most people wouldn't have this opportunity. Mm-hmm, exactly. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. If you'd like to know more about Coast to Coast Ghosts and their upcoming event um, down at the Stanwood Hotel just north of Seattle where they're doing like a kind of a, a paranormal investigation retreat where people get a first-hand experience of um, whatever it is that they might find, uh, you can check them out on coasttocoastghosts.com and I'll put the links to all their social media um, information in the description or on the website and also on the website I'm going to include a bunch of pictures from the event that um, I got to be a part of when I did the interviews and yeah I hope you guys enjoyed it um, thank you here's a little outro by my little man um I'm going to be mixing it up a little bit, kind of some intros and outros just for some fun. And if it really bothers you guys, let me know and we'll figure it out. All right. Thank you. Bye. This is our eye. If you want to listen to it, go to coasttoghost.com and you'll see the video of it and you can listen to it anywhere you want. But if you want, you can Spread it out everywhere.
Have a nice Bye. week.